Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me. It's Jarrett. Jarrett, how are you doing, man? Doing good, you know. Uh, ready for this weekend's card. Um, excited that fighting's back, you know. Stuff to look for. So. Definitely. So we got a question on our last video. Um, this pertains to the Strickland and Mama fight. I know that's in the past, but I guess we'll discuss a little bit. So he asked... Uh, Center South 61, I think is his name. Uh, he asked, do you think size played a factor in the fight last weekend between Strickland and Imamov? Um, oh, size, not necessarily, because I think Imamov wasn't necessarily cutting. Like, he was at a healthy weight. He was only five pounds lighter than Strickland, right, at – at weigh-ins, you know, Strickland wasn't watching what he ate. Um, I think it was more cardio, honestly. I think uh, Amamov's always struggled with cardio. Strickland has fairly good cardio, and I think that played a factor into it, um, especially with how much volume Sean was able to put up in that whole fight. I wouldn't necessarily say weight, but that being the factor, cardio instead. Yeah, um, I think it did. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure Mama actually weighed in at uh one four one ninety four, and Strickland weighed in at two hundred five, so ten pounds. Yeah. Um, and I think there was probably a little more weight between uh with behind Strickland's punches mm. because of the weight, and he didn't have to really cut weight. None of them had to cut weight, but Strickland's always had good cardio. So I think when it comes to maybe punching power, I think the weight may have had a factor. That's how I look at it. Uh, but to the card itself, uh, we're doing fe- we're previewing the feature prelim all the way up to the main card. But there's one fight I do want to point out: um, Shamila Abdurahimov versus Halton Almeida. Um, Almeida, he was supposed to be light heavyweight, but he's been mowing through some people down at heavyweight. Uh, so he's just decided to stay there and not cut weight. So that's how I look at that one. Uh, I think Almeida will beat Abdurahimov, but. All right, this is important. I'm glad this is how we're starting off the show. This is Shogun Hua's last fight, uh, and he's going Ihor uh, Poteria, um, who is a legend. There's no other way to put it. Former Pride uh, Grand Prix champ, former UFC light heavyweight champ. He didn't do as well in the UFC because a lot of his offense was based off uh, ground strikes, like uh, axe kicks, soccer kicks, and stuff. But he's still... Won the belt outside of his prime when he beat Machida. The dude's a legend, man. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, eight eight knockouts in the UFC, nine knockouts in Pride. Like it's just he's a complete. Uh, I I heard someone say like he's just like a student of like violence, and like that's that's the exact way to put it. Like a complete legend has finished some of the best fighters ever in mixed martial arts. Like it's 
I went and went back and watched that pride, like his best year ever that like Grand Prix, whenever he beat Overeem and everyone else in that tournament. And that was just so fun to watch, you know? Yeah. Uh, when when we go to news, we'll I'll pull up who was record and we'll talk about it a little more. But the dude's a legend. Uh, Portera, um, honestly, not too educated on him, but he he's a young guy. He beat uh Negamarianu, uh the Romanian dude. I'm pretty sure, or the Belgian. He's Negamarianu is very good. I think I think he has a lot of potential. So the it's it, this is a tough fight for retirement. Yeah. I wish they would have just given him somebody just to, you know, let him, yeah. you know, ride off into the sunset. And I had to, as yeah. much as I, oh, he lost to Nega Mariani. Not a bad loss. My bad. My apologies. Uh, please, uh, who get the dub. But I, I think uh, Portero will win fairly handily. Yeah. What do you think? This is a super unforgiving matchup. So I, I agree with you. I think it leans a lot more towards Portero, but. Everyone wants Shogun to win, so I I put on my prediction a knockout by Shogun, but hopefully yeah. that happens. I hope that that's what I want to happen. Um, yeah. I'm not. I mean, and Portero's not a world beater by any means. He's just young. That's how I see it going. Yeah. So, all right, Bear Jew versus Johnny Walker. Hell yeah, uh, Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. I love Paul Craig, or as he says, Paul Craig. I love his accent. Um, such yeah. a thick Scottish accent. Quite the character too. Um, gave Jamal Hill, who's fighting in the for the belt, his only loss. One of the gnarliest submissions I've ever I've ever uh I've ever witnessed personally. But Johnny Walker's just been on a weird streak ever since he's dislocated his shoulder. What do you think? Yeah. Um, he's coming off of a submission win against uh, Kudalaba. But um, he's got losses to Hill, Santos, uh, Krylov. Um, he's knocked uh, TKO against Ryan Spam. Um, a, a weird matchup. If he doesn't go into that um guard with Craig, I feel like you got to give Walker the edge just on how powerful he hits. You know, um, you know he's got the both the height and reach advantage. So it, it's going to be tough if they stay on their feet. But if it goes to the ground and he gets in Paul Craig's guard, it's going to be extremely scary for Johnny Walker. You know, you make the Craig, point about yeah. You make the point about Paul Craig's guard. Johnny Walker needs to. Uh, I'm, all right, I think personally, you know, a lot of athletes they have an ego, and that when they're at the top, you have every right to have an ego. I think you're the best, Johnny Walker. If, and I don't think he will. I think he'll fight this smart. But he, if he sees him go to the ground, don't he cannot say, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself. He he can't go yeah. all John Jones against Tiago Santos and challenge himself. Like no, yeah. that you you will get submitted. Ask yeah. Jamal Hill. Ask Nikita Krylov. They they got the brunt of it. It was bad. Um, yeah, but- and I think the scary part is like against Jamal Hill, Paul Craig didn't really like set up that guard he really just like dug in in a clinch and like pulled him down into it from standing he forced and just set his but yeah it was it was it was gross but it was awesome yeah um if walker keeps it on his feet though he should win this there's no yeah like this is this is a weird matchup 
it can go either way, depending on how smart Walker goes into this, you know? I think I think the man with the great accent's gonna win this one, man. I, I got Paul Craig. I and also I need that post fight speech so I can get my Scottish accent down. Jared, <laughs> you don't know me that well. I love accents. It's the best thing in the world. Um, but Paul Craig, please win. You're the man. Also, shout out the Braveheart reference. Okay. Um, Lauren Murphy versus Jessica Andraj. Dude, I I see I hate to be that guy. And I'll admit, I've Laura Murphy has proved me wrong, and I do respect her, but I do, I see no path to victory for her in this fight. Andraj has the speed. They Laura Murphy is very powerful. She can crack. She's just not fast. And Jessica Andraj is fast and can crack. And if it goes to the ground, I think Andraj has every advantage there as well. What do you yeah. think, man? Absolutely. I mean, this is the I believe this is the largest odds the largest favorite on the main card for good reason you know Andrade is a minus 460 favorite like that's it's crazy it's 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 a tough matchup for Murphy you know and I think Andrade gets it done yeah whenever she wants yeah, let's let's take a look at Lauren although I will give her this I, Misha Tate was probably a little depleted when she went down to 25, but she did beat Misha Tate. I got to give her that. And she performed phenomenally in that fight. But um, I, I really, that, you know, the Calderwood fight was very, uh, very close. I thought Calder, I thought JoJo won that personally. But the thing with Lauren Murphy is she need if she wants to get back to the title shot, she, this, she needs this fight desperately. Yeah. She, and she hasn't beaten anybody in the top 10, I don't think. She's kind of in a Colby Covington-esque situation. You, yeah. You're toward the top of the division, but if you look at your record, you haven't beaten anybody in the top 10. Uh, so if Laura Murphy can get this dub and maybe string together one other, I mean, she's getting a little older. Uh, I think I think she'll prime herself for another title shot, but I got Andrade my knockout. I hate to say it. Same here. But respect to Laura Murphy, man. Um Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Uh, Gilbert Burns is willing to fight basically anybody. Uh, and I'm surprised he, t- so I'm not surprised he took this Neil Magny fight. Uh, with that being said, I got Burns cracking him, dude. I, I think Neil Magny is an okay wrestler. You know, he's stuck around that 7 to 12 range for his whole career. But I, I can't see him jumping in the top five after Gilbert Burns win, you know? Yeah. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I got Burns by knockout or possibly unanimous decision. I got Burns whooping them. But I do think Magny could could possibly cause some frustration. You know, he does have a reach advantage. If he's able to keep the distance and just keep heavy on the jabs, keep the volume up, he's going to give uh, Burns a little bit of frustration. And he's been a fr- frustrating fighter in the past. But um, I, I got Burns winning this one pretty handily. Yeah. I think if Neil Magny can stuff takedowns, he'll be he'll be chilling. Um, but if he's gonna stand and bang with Gilbert Burns, he's gonna just throw have to throw that jab out there consistently and then load up on yeah. a on a right. That's really the only way I see Neil Magny winning this because he's not gonna win by decision. He's not gonna submit Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is an ADCC world champion, if I'm not mistaken. So you're not gonna submit the dude. So I'm not saying Neil Magny doesn't have a chance, but he's got to 
execute his game plan perfectly and hope Gilbert Burns doesn't execute any part of his game plan. So I got odds are pretty heavy on this one too. Yeah. I think they're basically the same as the Andrade fight as well. Yeah. So I got to get, yeah. Shout out to, I love Gilbert Burns. History people. I must say, um, this is the fourth uh, fight between Davis and Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. And if you don't know what's happened between these two yacht lads, let me cue you in. They fought back in December of 2020. It was a draw. Then they fought in June of 2021. Moreno choked him out. Then they fought in January of 2022. And Davis Figueredo won the decision, got the belt back. So it's one, one, and one between the, the two of them. And Davis Figueredo hasn't fought anybody with a different name or has not fought a different person since he was 32. He is now 35. This is how long this thing is dragged on. So hopefully we get a banger of a conclusion, Jarrett. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Moreno has had one different opponent. You know, he had that little uh, liver kick to Kai Kara France. Um, other than that, you know, these two are – these two are a rivalry that we've never seen go to this length at all, ever. Like you said, it's history in the UFC. Um, it's something that it's a toss-up every fight, and I feel like it's a toss-up this one. I can see it going either way. Um, looking into it with some research, like I heard some stuff that like before Moreno uh, choked him out in that second fight, um, Figueredo's like father passed away, and that like played into effect of like his mental – game plan and a strategy and stuff um moreno's going through what he's going through camp changes or team changes and stuff yeah with kraus because he was with kraus over at glory and then betting that's right yeah so um you know i think it can go either way i think i i want i want brandon to win that's who i'm personally cheering for but my gut feeling is i think figgy figgy gets it done that's just my gut feeling I won't have a conclusion until the weigh-ins today, which the day this is the day the episode's going up, uh, recording it like twelve hours before it's up. But you make a good point. I think my my worry is, it will figure to make weight. He he made weight cleanly last time when he was with Cejudo's camp. I want I hope he was with Cejudo for this camp. But it, so in a perfect scenario, I think Figueroa knocks him out. And then he's gonna move up to 35 and just uh wreak havoc up there. Dude, I hope he goes to 35. That'd be so sweet. Dude, imagine how stacked that division would be. No, I was thinking about that earlier too. That, was, that would uh, be awesome. Yeah. But uh, I think low key, Figueredo Johnson, Mighty Mouse would be an awesome fight. Yeah, yeah. That would have yeah. been awesome, but you know, sadly, it will never happen. Uh, speaking of Mighty Mouse, uh, in case you don't know, this is a few weeks ago. One's making their U.S. debut in Denver, Colorado in May. Johnson, Marice 3 for the one uh, flyweight belt. Keep that in mind, guys. That's going to be a banger of a fight. You'll, I'll be sure to be on the couch watching that. And on Amazon Prime as well. Um, just like NFL. But anyway... Glover Teixeira is getting his title shot. If you don't know what happened last time, I'm going to cue you in. Uh, it was a draw between Magomed Alkalaev and Jan Blahovich. Jan Blahovich won the first three. Magomed Alkalaev 
won the last two, and the last one was a 10-8. Therefore, it was a tie, and I think it was a, a, a majority draw. So they're like, what do we do? So they got Jamal Hill, right-hand go Burr, versus Glover to share old man strength. Uh, this this is the, I think this has all the makings to be a banger, unless yeah. Glover Teixeira has not recovered well from the Yuri Prohaska fight. And how could you blame him if he didn't? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a style matchup done perfectly by the matchmakers. You know, um, Hill struggles with the grappling. We talked about it earlier with the Paul Craig match. Um, you know, if Glover just goes out and starts grappling him right away. If he can close the distance, um, he could submit him whenever, whenever. But if he doesn't and he wants to stand and bang, then we're going to be in for something that's going to make the light heavyweight division ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. And you make the either point way, about – Either the way, point. I think – ridiculous but yeah, it, it's crazy you make the point about the standing and banging dude if Glover share decides to stand and bang with jamal hill that'll be a very 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 poor decision i don't think there's <laughs> many worse decisions you can make in this division except maybe standing and banging with yuri prohaska which somehow Glover share survived but when he got in trouble wrap the legs wrap the legs wrap the legs but you can't blame him that was a smart thing to do oh dude uh, glover was so close to winning that fight if he had not just got slipped the gilly and just stood up and punched, he would have won that fight, I think. But we're at a different point now. Dude, I th- this whole fight, um, in my opinion, is contingent on how well Glover's recovered. Because if if Jamal Hill touches that chin, say goodnight. His nickname is Sweet Dreams for a reason. If you haven't seen the Johnny Walker knockout, check it out. But if Glover can get it to the ground, like you said, um, dude, it, it, there's so many ways this fight could go, but as much yeah. as I hate to say it, I think Jamal Hill will knock him out, and I don't think it'll be pretty. Oh, uh, what about you, man? Uh, what do you say? I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. My my gut's telling me Glover too. My my gut is telling me Glover. I just feel like he's gonna go out and get it done i feel like he deserves it um and then i want him to retire i want him to retire after it man and just keep light heavyweight at a complete toss-up for what's gonna happen <laughs> you're like, a menace, I just, man i want want to see the chaos man but at the same time i feel like people who want jamal hill to win just want to see chaos because if he wins and he starts 2023 as the light heavyweight champion who was thinking that last year at this time Seriously, who? Like, it's no. crazy. It's crazy. I mean, know? that's just what this mess has brought about. No one thought Jamal Hill would be the champ. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Dude, if Glover retires, that's just mayhem. All right. Let's do a little hypothetical here. Let's have some fun. Right. Um, Light heavyweight. So let's say Glover wins and he goes... Guys, I'm going to retire. Uh, and he, you know, puts his uh, that was not a bad Glover impersonation. I gotta say, I got that. I'm getting his accent down, but I love Glover. That's, I only impersonate people whom I love. Um, but it's another, it's another mess. Look, all right, Anthony Smith. So Yuri's out for however long. Um, he should take a full year. Uh, so Glover's out. Magomed Ankalaev uh, just fought. Uh, Jan Blahovich just fought. Uh, Rakic is probably still recovering from that ACL. 
Anthony Smith, that's like the next option, really. But if you look at Anthony Smith, I think his last win was Jimmy Crute, and his last loss was against Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, no, he beat Ryan Spann. Although, mm. Ryan Spann right now, dude, yeah. you, you look, all right, Reyes was never the same after the John Jones fight. It's sad. It breaks my heart. I think you and I agree. Yeah. But, dude, he put him out with a jab. A, <laughs> I felt I felt terrible. But I remember getting up, oh, my gosh, a jab. But, you know, Uzdemir has – he's won, like, one in his last three, I think. Don't yeah, – don't, don't quote me on that. So, dude, this division is just going to stay vacant unless they – Uzdemir beat um, Paul Craig on his last one. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. Last one. He beat him by decision. Because I was I was thinking earlier looking at it, honestly, if Paul Paul Craig was supposed to win that one, he was heavily favored in that one, and he gets UD'd by Ozdemir. If he wins that match, he replaces Jamal Hill in this, honestly. honestly. Yeah. To give Paul Craig – the title shot against Glover instead of Jamal. If we were in that alternate <laughs> path, yeah, but it didn't happen. And now it, we got Paul Craig ranked ninth. And it's a whole mess, man. It it's yeah. really a mess. It is. Um, you know what? That'll do it for the preview. But we got some news to go through. All right, so uh, UFC two eighty five is really shaping up my friends. Um, so as you heard, Jones versus gone. Yes, yes, yes. But most of the fight card has been revealed. So we're going to take a look at some of the big fights. Shafkat Rachmana versus Jeff Neal has been moved. That was supposed to be last week. Uh, Bo nickel versus Jamie Pickett. Jared, I know you love Bo nickel, man. Um, that it, Jamie Pickett better prepare, and I think the only thing he should be practicing is takedown defense and more takedown defense, or maybe some submissions from from a sprawl. So yeah, just like just like maybe tell him to just go back in time and like train wrestling for your whole life and become <laughs> like a world class level wrestler, and then just pray because I'm gonna be the biggest. Bo Nickel super fan, man. I've been cheering for Bo Nickel since I was in middle school. I love Bo Nickel. He's probably my third favorite Penn State wrestler of all, all time. And I'm going to be just as annoying being a Bo Nickel super fan when he's in the UFC. <laughs> like, I don't blame you. Um, so a couple more fights. Cody Garbrandt versus Julio Arce. Uh, D- Brunson versus Duplessis. Uh, Viviani Adarujo versus Amanda Hebus. Good fight there. I'm cool with that. Um, Penne versus Ricci. And Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa Grasso for the uh, vacant, not for the vacant, for the flyweight title. Shevchenko looking for her eighth, uh, eighth title defense. And I think she gets it done, Jarrett. There's no question in my mind that he, she gets it done. Grasso is not fat. She's a boxer. She is not fast enough to compete with Shevchenko. Not even close. No one is. No one is. Division. And yeah. I will say, Alexa Grasso does have sneaky grappling. So if she can find a way to mix in some takedowns 
and just go right to side control or the back. I think that's honestly your best way to win this fight because she, she's not going to stand and bang with Shevchenko. That's that's a terrible thing to do. Uh, Lauren Murphy learned. Uh, a couple other people definitely learned. Let's take a look. Um, Tyler Santos came close to beating her. I'll give her that. Props to her. But uh, Jennifer Maya Loki learned. Chikagian learned. I definitely learned. Um, but yeah, d- don't try and stand and bang with Shevchenko. Grasso, please get to the ground. Try. It'll be tough, but I'm hoping for a good fight. Yeah. And yeah. also rumored on this card. Let me let me make sure I am correct. Um Nunez, right? Yeah, Amanda Nunez is rumored uh for against Arini Aldana. She fought last week. I guess they wanted to give her a quick turnaround, which I'm cool with. You can't really um say much about that but yeah it's they're they're trying to add that title fight first reported by combate um fresh off news is fresh off that uh absolute dominant performance against uh juliana pena so we'll see what happens there man um arena aldana just better stick behind that jab if this fight happens just jab 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 that's that's the only way i can see her winning this fight Another fight, dog. Uh, Piotr Jan versus Marab Dvalishvili is scheduled for yeah. March 11th main event at the theater at Virgin Hotels in Paradise, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, dude, Piotr uh, Jan, man. This dude, here's my thought on it. This dude still might be the best in the division, and he's lost three of his last four. Yeah. Yep. How many people can you say that about? <laughs> Him. Him. A <laughs> um, couple more. Um, can we talk about uh, Vittori and Delidze? Yes, we did talk about that, but that's a fight I'm excited for. Delidze, I love Delidze. He's always fighting, man. I was going to say, we were, uh, we were pretty high on him whenever after his last win. Yeah, uh, he beat... Uh, Hermanson. Yeah. But uh 286, the London card, uh Zeev and Gaethje, uh official for the co main. Gunnar Nelson versus Daniel Rodriguez. Gunnar Nelson hadn't will have not fought in a year um when he fights. Um almost a year to the day. That's crazy, but Daniel Rodriguez is no no joke, man. Um but he needs to fight more, and he's getting a little older if he wants to get anywhere toward that title shot. And he has the boxing to do it. But age always catches up, sadly. Um, oh, dude, no one wants to fight Muhammad Makayev. They're, uh, they're putting this uh, Brazilian in, uh, Jafel Fialo. Uh, dude, We someone's got a man up against Makayev, or I think the UFC just give him the title shot. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... It's frustrating. It's fresh. I, I agree. It is frustrating. Uh oh, another fight was just announced. Um look on, come on, load Marcel Dorf. Uh that's where I get all my fight stuff from. Uh Raul Rosas is back. The 18-year-old legend. He's back. He's fighting uh Christian Rod- Rodriguez at UFC 287. That does not have a main event yet. So we'll see what happens. Jack Shore, Makwan, Amir Khani. That's another fight. Um, 
lots of good fights happening, man. Um, dude, and from here until now, Pavlovich versus uh Lewis is gonna be the weakest card. And it's not even that weak of a card for casuals. They might be like, "Oh, this isn't that great," but um, lose for Spivak rather. Um, but do you want to take a guess when this uh card starts? What time? Yeah, what time? Take a guess. Nine. One a.m. Here's why though. It was originally going to be the Korea card. So they put all these Korean fighters on it because of the Korean zombie, but the Korean zombie couldn't fight Giga Chikadze, but they have so many Koreans on it. I think they, they're like, you know, I think we have to just keep it on there. So yeah, man. Nice. Potential for a late night or I wake up at 9am the next morning and I just watch the card that way. And then 284 and then Vera versus Sanhagen. Then, uh, no main event for the for February twenty fifth yet. Odd. That can't be right. Uh, I guess that is right. Um. Oh, Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Span is expected to headline. But yeah, then we got Jones versus Gone, Jan versus Washwili, Edwards versus Usman three. Dude, it's really looking up for the first quarter of the year. I can't wait. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I think this will wrap it up, man. You got anything else? No, I'm all good. That was a great episode. That was a good episode, man. But yeah, so oh, one thing. I don't know if I, I don't know if you noticed this. Um, this is interesting, actually. Um, and for all you guys watching, I think you guys want in on this. Uh, if it lets me go to Leon Edwards, I'll have to go to his profile. Rather, okay. Um, you'll let you you'll think this is hilarious. Um, how can I search? There we go. Edwards. You're going to laugh your ass off. Uh, yeah, come on. There we go. Okay, cool. All right. I'm going to share my screen and you're going to laugh. All right, Jared, let me ask you a question. Whose arm is that? Oh, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> that is not Leon Edwards' arm. I could tell yeah. you that much. Yeah. That is Kamar Usman's arm. <laughs> Photoshopped onto Leon Edwards' body with the belt. And if you want proof, I could probably find it. So, we're going to look here. Edwards versus Usman. They better have kept the photos the right way. Yeah, that is definitely yeah. Usman's arm. And I think they just photoshopped the blemishes out. So that's your fun fact of the day, guys. That is uh, Kamar Usman's arm on Liam Edwards' body. Yeah. That's, that's a good great. tidbit. And I think that's a great way to end the episode. So, guys, um, I hope you had fun. I hope you laughed. I hope you just, you know, had a good time listening to us. Views are doing great. I can't complain. But that'll do it for this episode of Third Hands. Jarrett, thanks for coming on per usual, man. We always have a good time. Absolutely. We do. Yes, indeed. So we'll see you guys next time for a review of uh, UFC uh, Teixeira versus Hill. See you guys later.